podcast for a thousand, the greatest podcast of pop culture. Hmm. Bing. <laughs> I know. Uh, is it uh, Journey to the Middle? Uh, can I get it in the form of a question, please? I said, is it? Put <laughs> <laughs> in the frame of a question. <laughs> let, let me try, Dana. What is Journey in the Middle? To the Middle? That's correct. Oh, I even fucked up our podcast name. What'd you just say? I said Journey in the Middle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do, we, do, we, do we both get it wrong? You both fail. <laughs> Cheers to us, Nando. Yes. Ching. Welcome in. I, I, I didn't do my research. I didn't I, because I, I, I It's all over. It's all over. I don't think I've been this, like, kind of, you know, like, I don't buzz. think I've, he bit my ear. This journey this to the journey. middle. Well, you'll meet them all again on their long journey to the middle. <laughs> Welcome to Journey to the Middle. We're all drinking tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's been a stressful week, man. Mm-hmm. It's been an incredibly stressful week. This is uh, new. Yeah, yes, to say the least, it's been stressful. I thought we were going to hear something on Friday. Did you I was really? like confident that we were going to hear something on Friday, but didn't go until Thursday or Thursday. Jesus Christ, Saturday. <laughs> Nando, did you think you were going to hear something on Friday too? Uh, I was hopeful. Yeah. But unfortunately, like you said, we had to wait till Saturday. I honestly, I didn't think we were going to hear anything until either today or tomorrow. I, I mean, complete transparency, just because. You know, and then it was, what was it? It was Pennsylvania that took it overnight between Friday and into Saturday, I think. Yeah. Right? I saw it like early Saturday morning. Okay. And I was, um, so Jen worked Friday night. So she had come home, she was in bed. And then I saw the results somewhere around like 10 o'clock or something. Okay. And so like, I, I honestly, I started tearing up a little bit. I went downstairs. I told the kids, I'm like, Aww. it's okay now. <laughs> and then I, I went downstairs and I woke Jen up and I'm like, I know you're going to want to know this, that the election has been called. Oh, that's I'm amazing. Like, Go back to sleep now. <laughs> you guys see um, yesterday, because it, it yesterday morning, Van Jones on CNN. Did you guys happen to catch like... I saw, yeah, I had seen a couple posts about it. I'm like, I got to watch this. and. I cried. I was watching it live yeah. and it basically, Nando, I don't know if you've seen the clip yet, but basically A clip, yes. I didn't see it live though. Okay, yeah. you did. So so for the people out there who have, have no idea what we're talking about, if they haven't seen that clip, Van Jones, he's one of like the correspondents for CNN and basically he was talking and Matt, the reason I bring it up is because what you just said totally reminded me of how he reacted on TV. Yeah. You know, Van Jones was talking about, uh, you know, how now he felt like there, like, 
the gist of it was he felt like there was hope again. He mm-hmm. felt like he could tell his kids that they had something to look forward to. And he was crying as he was saying this. And it just, it, it totally made me cry because I, you know, I, I, I cried four years ago when we lost the election. Oh, I yeah. really, genuinely cried four years ago. I remember going to bed that night uh, and, um, you know, it was still like they hadn't called anything and it wasn't looking too great for Hillary, but there was still potential. And I just remember being so stressed out going to bed on election night four years ago. And then I woke up, I think at like two 30 in the morning or something. And I looked at my phone and I had instantly wished I hadn't looked at it. Cause I thought like, I thought it was just a bad dream. And then I woke up and, you know, and of course like T rump had it. <laughs> um, I see Rump, right? Like, I I think for me, um, and I'm really curious to hear what you guys think about this. I feel like we're all on the same page here, but I feel like that shit stain is just like a distant memory now. And I, and I realize like things are not a hundred percent, right? Cause there's still going to be lawsuits that are going to be brought up and and we have to kind of wade our way through that. But I, I don't think that the margin in Pennsylvania I think it was bigger than what it should have been in order for, for T rump to like try to like protest those results, if you will. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know how far he'll get with the courts. Um, That's my thought. Cause as I, as I keep hearing it, um, he doesn't have much ground to stand on. Mm -mm. Um, And I don't really think it's going to matter. Because on top of Pennsylvania, he did lose Nevada also. Trump still um, did wind up losing Nevada. Okay, because I hadn't heard anything about that because everybody's been talking about President-elect Biden. Right. Yeah. And Georgia, is they're still counting, but he's probably going to lose Georgia too. So I I don't think it's going to matter. I don't we'll, think- we'll get the results next year, I think, from Georgia, right? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> like the next election, we're like, oh. By the way, four years ago, this is how it shook out. Yeah, they're going to be like, one more for Biden. <laughs> guys, we got another election tomorrow. What? <laughs> See, I'm tired of, of reading these articles saying like, oh, the election software that they used was like faulty and it's been used in all of these states and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, here's the thing. I'm, I, I don't know if you guys saw my post today on social media interwebs. Um my thing is this T rump totally is within his rights to ask and request for a recount, right? Like that is, yeah. that is their mm-hmm. right to do that, but it's only going to be accepted if you will, if it's within those margins, right. it's too close for comfort. Right. Mm-hmm. So the other thing is that when it happened four years ago, when, Clinton lost by razor thin fucking margins in quite a few states. If I, if I recall correctly, I don't, and, and, and I don't think it's selective hearing, but I really don't remember hearing a bunch of people screaming for recounts. I remember hearing about like the Russia and the collusion with Russia and all of this stuff, but I don't remember hearing a, bun- a bunch of stuff about recounts and she conceded the next day. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't have like a lot of facts to back this up, but I believe there are still recounts in certain counties that happen just because of they're so close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But again, that's it. It's going to be a matter of like 
hundreds of maybe thousands of votes in certain areas that might be a difference but it's not going to be enough to capture electoral votes for an entire state no. well and that's just it so like i was doing some reading about that today too and i know with um gore and bush i think in florida with a lot of that recount shit and stuff i i know it was super close and and if i'm quoting the numbers wrong i apologize to our listeners out there look at the fuck up though but for, but from what i recall reading this morning i think it was like so close that it was like 537 votes that made the difference mm -hmm. but how often does that happen that's the that's the other point too yeah you recounts and historically it's it's a few hundred to maybe a thousand votes and it's typically not enough to, to turn that dial mm -hmm. but it could be possible but i don't think it's going to turn in in pennsylvania it's going to be impossible to do that at this point i think i don't i think that it's over the margin of where they can go and demand a recount mm. uh Georgia, I, that's that's still too close for comfort right and we're gonna have two runoffs that are gonna happen in january yeah um i i'd be curious to see what the margins were in nevada and arizona you know they're already like bitching that they want to do michigan again but i thought that i heard that that was thrown out by the courts in michigan so mm -hmm. i am What's not what happens when you piss off michigan but that, that's the right like that's the other thing too like here here's I, I think it's very important to say i feel like a fucking cnn correspondent at this point um but i think it's very important to say that we all expected this on both sides to be incredibly close oh, yeah. but I, right and like and i don't think that people on the other side of the coin expected it to really be this close though like we knew it was going to be close, but I don't think that they expected it to be this close. And quite honestly, I thought it was going to be a little bit bigger of a margin. But then I also look at it and a lot of things I've been reading and, and listening to on TV. This is a time for change in our country. Mm -hmm. And people on both sides need to listen to one another, period. Like, I'm, t I'm tired of, of hearing oh we're being censored and and you know social media censoring us i don't know if you guys have seen the big movement people want to get off of facebook and Twitter yeah, now. Yeah. right like it's mm -hmm. censoring them it's not censoring you if you're sharing a shitty news source that doesn't have facts to back it up and there's no evidence to support those claims it's going to be flagged as a post that's not going to be truthful period. I don't care what side of the coin you fucking fall on. That's just like that. That's just how the cookie crumbles on either side. Right. Any one of us could share a shitty link and it could be deemed like this is fake. I mean, not fake, but you know what I'm saying? Like this is false, blah, blah, blah. Misleading. Yes. Yeah. Here's why. I, but this is a point for change and we all have to listen to one another. I have not, and I've been watching a lot and especially on social media too. And I have seen a lot of people out and I am really trying to choose my words carefully here because I've seen a lot of people resort to name calling and starting to, oh, well, people who support Biden are, are stupid and they don't understand things and you're going to, and when are we going to start to get things from libtards, sheep, you know, all, all the names. Yes. Or yes. you got to own up to it. You have to own up that you voted for him. And I'm like, it's 
<laughs> it's it's ridiculous when it comes down to that, but it's like I mean, there's a little of that on both sides. But if you're going to sit there and try to convince me of something, name calling is not the way to go. It's gonna be like, oh well, all right, shut you off. Bingo. You know? That's so. my thing too. Yeah, present me with facts all day long, and let's have an actual adult conversation about it. But if you're gonna name call and like post shit about how stupid you know people on the left are and blah blah blah, then I am gonna. I'm not gonna listen to you. I can't. Well, Trump said it, so it has to be true. Right. Breitbart said it too, so it's definitely true. Yeah. yeah. I feel, I feel a little bit sky of was green yeah. or red or something like that, and they, people would be like, "Yeah, sure is. Yep, that's what I see." Totally. There's um. Yeah. There's a little bit of me that feels empathy for the people that weren't assholes four years ago. Totally. You know, because yeah. they genuinely were like, okay, like let's give him a chance. You know, he's not a politician. Blah blah blah. Right. Um, for those people, I feel empathy. Totally. For the ones that were assholes, zero I don't. empathy. Nothing. Did you guys happen to catch... So Dave Chappelle was the host of SNL last night. Did you guys happen to catch the monologue? I haven't watched it yet. So a <laughs> little, little side story to this. Yeah. We were Before I came here and why I was I was I had to be a little bit late is we were at my grandmother's house doing Izzy's birthday. Mm -hmm. And uh, we... We were getting pizza, and I went to go pick up the pizza. They were watching Saturday Night Live, that uh, episode, and so I missed the monologue while I was out getting pizza. But it's best because I got to watch it with the wife. We yeah, always I, watch it. I was gonna say when you are finally able to watch it, and if you'll recall, I don't know if either of you recall. Mike told me this tonight. I didn't mm -hmm. didn't realize it, and then when he said it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Chappelle hosted the episode right after the election. The election. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Re I didn't remember that. I didn't remember it until he told me that. And, and so at the time, Dave Chappelle, he wasn't being shitty, but he said, let's give him a chance, you guys. Let's mm -hmm. see. Like, you know, maybe it's not going to be that bad. And and I, I don't fault him for that because I think I knew in the pit of my stomach I thought it was going to be bad, but I also can't stand the motherfucker. And I think mm -hmm. he's just a piece of horse shit and probably even like not even horse shit because that's too good for him. Um, he's genuinely not a good person. Yes. Like Outside of politics, he's not, not a good person. He's yeah. not. And he's had everything handed to him in his life. And so he's a sore loser at this point. And I'm not going to spoil the monologue for you guys. Definitely check it out because it mm -hmm. was, it was incredibly well said. And because Dave Chappelle, I mean, I think he did the monologue for like, I don't know. I want to say at least 10 minutes last night. At yeah, his, his monologue from the last one, I remember being brilliant and long. Very long, yes. And they gave him the floor to do that, which I really appreciated. Because both Mike and I looked, each looked at each other after and we were like, oh, my God, that's just really good. It's, mm -hmm. It was just really well said. So, I, yeah. Sorry. Chappelle is just, I, I think, just a really good speaker. Mm -hmm. um, funny as all hell. And, I mean, yeah. he really he makes a lot of sense. Yes. Um Anytime I've seen him talk, um, there's a really good, um, what was it? It was, a, it was a, what's that? Tyrone Biggums? No, no. Like this? I was thinking, um, it was when Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy got some comedy award and she felt him up and spoke and it was just, it was awesome just the way he presented it. Oh, see, that's cool. Yeah. So I like I, I, Dave Chappelle's the, the best. You, I think you and Jen will really like it. And, and Nando also, same yeah. to you too. I think that you guys will really like it. 
it definitely like struck me and spoke to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's gotten a lot of press since last night too. So don't read, don't read anything at first and then read the articles. So I'll I'll have to watch it tomorrow. I did catch the, um, the, uh, the Ace Ventura, you know, the Joe Biden, like I saw that one. Um, (laughs) yeah, the, the opener to the episode was pretty fucking, it, it was just like, it was funny. It was really, really funny. And Alec Baldwin, it was it was hysterical because he's saying Macho Man, um, but not a happy version of Macho Man. Mm-hmm. So it was it was just a very I mean the, the rest of the episode it was kinda like you know, SNL these days, it depends. Um yeah. they had a couple skits that were good, but the Foo Fighters were on and that was that I, was- I really I can't wait to see that. I listened to their new song. Um it's okay. Real, oh, you're not. Too, I, I love the Foo Fighters, but I didn't like the new song that much. I didn't. It was. It was all right. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to spoil for you the second song that they did of the night because it was that was fucking awesome. Was but it an I old did, one or a new one? Old one. Oh, okay, good. But I did pose a question to Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure this question has been posed by other people before, but I was like, damn, I'm like. You know, Foo Fighters came out around like 94, I think. It was like 94, 95. And, oh, hello, Lola. My dog is going to be the special guest star because she was scratching at the door. Come up here, butthole. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Come here, butthole. Say hi to the boys. Um, I love you, butthole. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, Stevie. Come here. here. Um, But I said to Mike, and like I said, I'm sure that this has been said before. I was like, you know, man. What if Dave Grohl murdered Kurt Cobain so that the Foo Fighters had a fighting chance in hell? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) How did I just get booted from the meeting? What just happened here? (laughs) I love Dave Grohl. I'm just saying, man. Matt just threw his hat and is proceeding to like fake choke, fake choke Dana through the, oh, yeah. through the monitor. All on the side of the computer, like that he wasn't in Foo Fighters. See, I'm sorry, say that again. Chris Novoselic. Oh yeah, no, he was. Maybe it was him. So, that, so, and that's why Dave didn't put him in his new band. <laughs> hey, Dave did Foo Fighters solo at first. Until he could coordinate the band to get them to tour with him. So he's the one who did all the shit. That fucking mastermind right there, man, I tell you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it was Courtney. <laughs> I mean, he was the Courtney love of Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Yoko Ono of Nirvana? Totally. <laughs> Sorry. It was like the random fucking thoughts in my head. I'm like, I got to share this with the boys tonight when I talk to them. Mm. You know? I'm gonna have to like research a little more uh, Nirvana now. I'm like, whoa, wow! Like, oh, maybe that did happen. <laughs> conspiracy theory. Unplug the way he was looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, I had to lighten it up or darken it or some shit. You know, <laughs> we we're talking about the election for so long. Yeah. Uh, did you guys watch the um, the speeches though last night? Did you guys catch any of that? Because I recorded. Wow. No, I recorded it on my cell phone. I was crying. The only I'll, thing I'll go back and look at it. I haven't watched yeah. yet. The only thing that I listened to was the um, the phone call from uh, oh, 
Kamala Harris. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> you write a pause for that. Make sure I got it right. Yes. Nando. 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 Yeah. I'm talking. I mean, <laughs> man. man. <laughs> um, that's the only one that I watched because actually I was um I was helping my brother uh, change my buddy's uh, brakes. Oh, nice. So we were actually like doing work, but I'm like, okay, I can't like listen to that and like you know, focus on tires or else like my buddy's going to like lose two of them in the highway. (laughs) Let me put this away. It's so good. It was so good. I wonder if like Joe was really on the other end of that phone. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, it seemed like so staged. Like she was like out exercising or something. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's on the phone with Joe Biden. Like (laughs) the reason that I did it. He's like, who is this? (laughs) Yeah. Who is this? Who did it? Well, no, even her husband were out, and I think that they were, like, hiking or some shit, and she got a phone call from somebody, or her her husband got a phone call from somebody. I can't quite remember the story, but they were out taking a hike or something, and I think it actually was her husband who got a phone call, and he told her, and that's when she stopped allegedly the vice president elect gets notified that you are not that you did it like the husband gets the phone call first right well but you know joe biden he's not a twitter fucking warrior not a twitter account but yeah thank god thank god we won't have to hear that shit we're still gonna hear that shit stain but um don't have to now though I meant that pig dick too. No, but he's dude, I'm out golfing for the rest of his life. Like, yeah, scared he's probably like this is great. And I pardon a bunch of fucking people that like a bunch of his cronies who were imprisoned during his. Oh, like our like uh, Mr. Blagojevich. Yeah. Yeah. Did you did you hear that shit too? That's terrible. Um, I bet he does. Did you no? But did you hear how Blagojevich was saying the other day that he thinks the election was rigged? Also, what did he like secure it, or was he trying to like do something with it? Well, I said so. I was like, because somebody who, and admittedly, I'm going to say this out loud. I knew the guy for twenty, fuck twenty, twenty years actually, exactly to the day almost. Um, Somebody from college who I was friends with, super smart guy. Um, he, he was very much on the right and he started posting a lot of this conspiracy theory shit. And then mm-hmm. he posted this clip from Blagojevich the other night who said, oh, and I think the election's rigged too and blah, 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 blah. And I said, dude, are you serious? I'm like, this guy was just fucking pardoned by Trump this year. And you're going to trust what this fucking criminal who was pardoned by Trump has to say about an election. Well, I can't believe I would believe anything that he would say or agree with it, but he would know if it was rigged. And I'm like, no, you're a fucking idiot, dude. Like, how would, how no. would he know? <laughs> Thank you. Exactly. Unless you fucking, again, and I will say it again, and I will say it until the cows come home, unless you have proof. And and show me the proof. I don't want a Breitbart mm. article. I don't want a Twitter <laughs> fucking video showing me some random person on the street, you know, bitching about Sharpie gate. I don't want that stuff because it's not credible evidence. Show me actual evidence. All of this shit was videoed. These people are counting votes and there's videos in there. There's people in there. Show. Well, that's why they're upset because they're counting. 
That's exact. That's exactly what it comes down to. That's exactly it. Show me the fucking. Show me the evidence, and then we can have a conversation about it. Breitbart doesn't count as a source to me. You know, it it, it it's not a credible source. Neither is Alex Jones. No. Well, I think it's kind of it's kind of um, it makes sense that Blagojevich would come out and say that because Trump probably made a phone call and said, "Hey, I got you out of jail." Uh, you owe me. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that hard to to connect the dots. No, yeah. you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But sorry, Matt. I told you I I, I didn't want this to overtake the whole conversation. We came back. We came back around. <laughs> we did come back around to it. We did, and it, and that's because of me. But it's been a week. <laughs> it's been it, a week. What I will say though, the last thing that I personally want to say is, as a woman. It is so fucking inspiring to see another woman as mm -hmm. vice president mm -hmm. like that. I cried and then I was going to reach my phone to call my dad and my dad, I'm not even shitting you. Like I went to go reach my phone to call my dad and he was already calling me. So like we could talk about the, you know, the, the results together. Mm -hmm. And it's, it, uh, I know you got neither one of you had watched it last night, but like Harris said, this gives so many little girls hope and it shows them what they can do too. And I, you know, I am not a person of color, but I am a woman. And so for me to see that it's fucking huge. It is just, it, it, yeah. Well, it definitely means a lot. Yeah, totally. It, it yeah. really does. I mean, even, even though I was not a super great big supporter of Hillary the last time, that was also inspiring to see a woman running for fucking president. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, so, so yeah. So I, I gotta say, I think we are in a season of change and I just, I hope that good things come out of this, you know, I'm looking forward to next year. Me too. I Go really want the national day. Well, 2020 behind us forever. Yeah. Never speak of this again. Yeah. Only yeah. adjust or, you know, like, Remember when, like, this was so bad and, like, we yeah. couldn't get to 2021? I, I was telling the kids, I'm like, you know, like, when I was young, we had, like, Desert Storm and 9-11 um, and, like, stuff like that that like, I'm going to remember my entire life. Totally. And I'm like, you know what, 2020 is, this is your shit. This is what you're going to remember mm -hmm. and look back on and be like, like, when your kids are in school, be like, oh, you guys learning about 2020 yet? Yeah. You know? That's a, you know what, Matt, that's a really interesting and good point because yeah, like when we were, Nando, I know you're a couple of years younger than us, but like we were what, Matt, we were like 11, I think when Desert Storm happened because it was 1990, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. 9-11, something like that, yeah. Do you remember how they had us write to the troops? Not, not really. I still have my letter. because. Yeah, the soldier who I wrote to sent me a Saudi Arabian, um, like one of their um, denominations oh. of money. No, it was like the paper money. I still okay. have it. Yeah, from you know thirty years ago, I still have that. I remember that. That's a that's that was the but like the first biggest thing I think mm. for us. Yeah, like as far as like political shit, and then it was yeah. Desert Storm ended so quickly, but you know, it happened. And then, then the coal and then nine 11. Mm -hmm. Right. Then, yeah. And then, yeah. I think nine 11 is probably the one that I, that like resonates most with me. Yeah. 
because yeah. I was in high school and like what, everything just stopped. What you grade were you in? Uh, I want to say I was a sophomore. Mm. Uh, wow. Junior. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, you know, like everyone just kind of like stopped or whatever. And um, yeah. Like, oh, watch the TV. And I'm like, what happened? Like, and you know, it, it doesn't like sink, you know, like you're just sitting there and you're watching and you're like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're, I mean, at that point, you're a teenager, you know, totally. like, young adults or what, what have you. And you're like, oh my, like, you just, you just, you know, just mind boggling of like, you know, what, what's happening here. Because obviously you hear of like wars and things that are happening, you know, across the world, but like, you know, happening here, you know. You don't see that. No, right. Did they, no, Nando, did they, because I was in my last semester. Okay, well, Jesus Christ. Sorry, my daughter's. <laughs> like, that's why my screen is moving because she's like bumping me in the are building. You have, do you have an earthquake going on over yeah. there? No, it's because this little. I feel like I'm watching like an amateur video of an earthquake. Uh, what I is it? It, it was Cloverfield. Remember Cloverfield? <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it felt like too. She had to like bury under the blankets by me. Um, no, but did they let you out of school that day when that happened? Because uh, Matt, I don't know if you remember when the Challenger happened. They let us out of school. I was going to school in Barrington at the time. Great, like grade school, but like they mm. let us go home early that day. So I wonder. Guessing for nine eleven, they did too, right? I want to say they did, um, or at least they gave us the option. Oh wow! Yeah, like if they're like, "Hey, if you need, if you feel like you need to go home," you I know, like, yeah, dude, this is yeah. shit. I need to go home. It's like, well, you, I mean, it's like, like I said, I mean, when you're, you know, you're a teenager, you're like, holy shit. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly don't remember what happened after that. I remember where I was when they announced it. Sure. You know, um, but I just, honestly, I, I, I could have gone home. I, I probably could have stayed in class. I don't even know. Yeah. You know what happened? It's just the whole aftermath of just like seeing all that terror, you know, and then like obviously people running in trying to help other people. Uh, yeah. Matt, where were you when nine eleven happened? Uh, so I, so you remember the commercial that I was in? Is, were you working I there? I was working at that place. Okay. And I got into work and I hadn't heard about it yet. Oh. And um, I don't. I think my boss, which was Jen's mom, mm -hmm. had said something to me. And like we didn't. We had a TV in the garage or something like that, which is like an antenna that I set up inside our like office area, and we just started watching it. Like no one came in, like almost all day. And so we just watched it and, and just going like, what the fuck? Uh, and then I, we, I remember we were watching when the second plane hit and everything nuts. That was intense. It was, it really was like, I, I like to both of your points, like I'll never forget either. Cause I was, it was my last semester of school at NIU and I was actually, I was home from class that day. Cause I, I have this disease that causes a lot of, pain and issues and stuff. And I was home from school that day because um, I was having an episode. And so, um, yeah, so I was home. I woke up, I turned on the TV and then, you know, I don't remember if I called my mom or if she called me, but I know for sure she was at work. I feel like I called her, but like we watched the second plane on the phone together. Like it was just, it was awful. And then I remember like the next couple days just having like the TV on repeat, like mm -hmm. all day and all night just to see like, God, you know, I hope they found more survivors and stuff. It's just those, 
those points in your life that you remember and Matt, I think you brilliantly said it this year, but I also think this election are those things that your kids for sure are going to, mm. that's going to resonate with them for the rest of their life. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be something that they remember and they how, tell their kids about. Yeah. How Caitlin been, I mean, cause she's your older daughter. So how she's, how has she been like feeling about stuff? Um, the, the election stuff, I mean, the, she's very much like we are. Um, yeah. I mean, we're her main influence as far as that stuff goes. Um, but she, she definitely has her opinions and I mean, she, she speaks intelligently about it with her friends and her friends are like, eh, you know, <laughs> well, they're freshmen in high school. So they're not that like engaged in all that yet, but sure. she, she really is. I mean, um, so she was pretty happy about it. We got a flag that's on the, on the house that, um, I got a picture of it. I'll have to send it to you, but it's, it's a, it's a pride flag, but it has like all these things like, you know, in this house, we believe in black lives matter and, um, you know, the list goes on and so on and so forth. But so, uh, Jen took the kids out into the backyard and was taking pictures of them with the flag after we got the results and everything. And that's I cool. That. Yeah. yeah. I love that so much. Like that's so, that's so cool. Yeah. So cool. I mean, I can text you guys the video I took of the speeches from last night, although I'm sure you can get better quality, you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up. I, I'm going to watch it, like, I'll probably watch it tonight then, you know, just to. It was so yeah. good. It was so good. I mean, I mean, like, I, and I recorded it on my phone for myself for, like, posterity, you know. It just it was really yeah. cool to, I can look up a YouTube video, but it was also me and Mike in the moment, like, watching yeah. it really yeah, I don't know. I feel like we're to Matt's point. I'm definitely looking forward to next year. This year, you know, personally for my family has been a lot of shit, right? But like, mm -hmm. I've also had really good shit happen too. And I don't know. It's been a weird fucking year. So I'm yeah. ready for 2021. <laughs> 2021. Totally right. We're, we're close. I mean, we're what? We're, we're this close. <laughs> Matt, I'm liking the White Sox hat. It's making me very happy right now. Oh, I can't thank you. You're, yeah, you're welcome. Ooh. Yeah, whatever. Boo you. Boo. <laughs> Where's my cubby blue? <laughs> by, by the way, I think I'm done with the Bears for the year, Nando. I, th I think the Bears are done with the Bears. Yeah. Playing and stuff? Like, because I hear nothing of the foosball. I pay zero attention. They are terrible. Oh, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> Is it really bad? They're, they still got a winning record, but, like, <laughs> They're just bad. They're the worst team with a winning record. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> like the Lovey Smith years, because I know, like he was not the he was nice dude, but like I, from what I recall, like they're the Bears with Lovey Smith were shit too. I feel like they had a better chance back then. Well, they got to the Super Bowl with him. Yeah, yeah that's was it 07, I think, right? Yeah, uh, 06. And they had Devin Hester. I mean, Hester was fucking an awesome. They had a defense, and they had Devin Hester that scored all the points. Uh, the offense wasn't that good either back then. The, our offense now sucks too. They should just let me play. I mean, who's going to be able to? It doesn't matter. They should know that they can stop me. <laughs> they, they should. They should be like, oh, let the poor kid score a touchdown. Come on, bud. Right. <laughs> the guy that's gonna, like, run There's, <laughs> doing, is this a make a wish? <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it, Matt. 
he runs the. I'll, the, I'll the take the email. Direct them to me. Journey <laughs> to the middle at gmail.com. Oh, <laughs> right in the subject line. I'll get it. Hey, if uh, if you guys want to see me audition, I think we should have like people like Journey to the Middle, like Go Nando, audition for the Bears. I'm down, dude. I will totally start that social media campaign. I will do it. <laughs> Could you just imagine, like, just seeing me, like, short, little, stocky Mexican guy, like, all right, guys, I'm ready, let's go. Love it, and you have to, yeah, dude, and you yeah. have to, like, yes, I, I'm in. Let's do it. They would give me like uh, an extra large shirt that would reach my knees. It's <laughs> like, yeah. like try to like tuck it in. And Nando's like tripping over the fucking shirt every time he tries to like take a step or run. It's like It'd be a like a new movie, except we're gonna call it Rodolfo instead of Rudy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> I don't even think I have a Bears jersey I'm gonna see if I can Rodolfo, Rodolfo. oh my god I might have to refill my drink but then I'll be really fucked up by the end of this episode so I might not drink <laughs> I started off with a half just because I knew if I drank the whole thing yeah it's hard too when you've got like twenty percent of your stomach left because when you drink, you get really fucked up really fast. Like they weren't kidding. Like my girlfriends who had, so I don't give a shit. Like everybody else in the world knows, and I'm not embarrassed about it. I had, you know, I had the gastric sleeve surgery back in June, and basically, like they take out so so like, you know, the, how, when you see the anatomy of your stomach there's like a part that kind of like goes out and balloons out. Right. And so what they do in this surgery, they remove that part. So they, they take it out of your body physically. They cut it out, they take it out and you're left with just like this little pouch that, that can stretch over time. But you get really fucked up really fast. If you drink alcohol, like I'm just telling you because it has nowhere to fucking go. It's just like immediately goes into your bloodstream. And I'm like, whoo, and I'm so sipping, man. I've had this drink now for, what, an hour? Yeah. And you're like, I'm feeling it. Right. And I see my cheeks on camera and, like, my eyes look even, like, more, like, ridiculous. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely feeling that fucking drink. So what something. Dana is saying is that she is getting drunk right yeah. now. I, I am getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, you're not driving home, so you should have the second yeah. drink. No, I'm just driving to the Going to the Zoom call, you're at home already. Yeah. So, just drive into the maybe that's what bars should do right now. They should just host Zoom calls. They should. Yeah. <laughs> they could get great fucking entertainment out of this. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to ask you guys a question. So B. Well, maybe it's more of a statement than and then your opinion on it, I guess. All of the above. <laughs> well, that's good. That's a good that's a good start. Okay. Um so a couple of weeks ago, I watched the SNL episode that had Justin Bieber as the musical guest. Did any mm -hmm. of you watch that? Yes. Okay. No, I hate Bieber. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I hated but his- you like Taylor Swift. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is the shit. Okay, T-Swift is the shit. Oh. But I, I, yes, yes, yes. I love her so much. I do too. <laughs> um, I love her so much. Oh, yeah. We're going to miss you. <laughs> it's all good, Nanda. We got this. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I have to tell you, 
I have such a newfound respect for him after watching that episode and seeing him perform. He was fucking great. I downloaded his albums after that, like his, especially his newest one, because it was just such a goddamn good performance that night on SNL. And I, and Nando, like you, I hated his scrawny little beach oh, yeah. hair ass. <laughs> but the more that like I came to understand him, I, I know he's had struggles with mental illness. I, I feel like a lot of people out there, and we probably had our own struggles yeah. from time to time, right? Um, but like reading some of the articles and, and stuff behind it I, and listening to the album too. It's fucking great. And I'm waiting for Matt's backlash. Maybe, maybe, maybe I, we can give him a chance, Matt. What do you think? Yonder, <laughs> <laughs> did you watch the SNL? Did you watch that one? Not that one. I haven't. The, what sucks is I've only, I've only seen a handful of them um, the, of the new ones that have come out. Which sucks because I, you know, I do like watching SNL. Pete Davidson's been on it pretty regularly, which makes me very happy these days. That's been funny, and I have to also tell you when you watch the Dave Chappelle episode, um, you will also appreciate the shit that Dave Chappelle says to him in one of the skits. By the way, which is also things that I feel like we've all fought in our heads too. Not saying any more than that. Um, <laughs> but Matt, you watched the episode with Bieber. What did you think? Uh, I did watch the episode with Beeper. That's exactly. I will give you my straight up honest opinion on his performance. Of course you will. And I expect no less. Right. Right. I, I liked it. Oh! <laughs> I was not expecting that. Dude, I'm really happy to hear that though. Like, oh. chance the rapper coming out too on that. Was it the first or second performance? Well, he comes out on Holy. I think that's the second that, one. That was the second one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so the the first song he did, I heard it on the radio and I thought it was garbage. But um, it live and you liked it, didn't you? I liked his performance. Yeah. And I do like the song Holy, and I love Chance the Rapper. So, I like. It's funny the one part in the song. Um, I said Chance the Rapper's name is just awesome, but like that the song Holy when before he starts the rap, he's like Chance the Rapper, and he starts. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's so funny, but I just like that part of the song. I'm like, that's awesome. Totally. Oh man, I'm so happy to hear that though. Like I really am because I think. I just have a newfound respect for the guy. I just, I really do. And I just, I thought he was, I was just like, yeah, he's I, a fucking whiny kid. You know, he, he's always been a good performer. I just don't care for all of his songs. Sure. Um, but he's always been a good performer. Uh, but to see that, you know, and I understand he's probably got like, of course he's got mental health issues. He was famous from such a young damn age. Right. And thrown into the spotlight that like, I mean, just massive superstars are thrown into. Yeah. He did that at like, how I don't even know how old he was. He was like 13. Yeah. He might have even been younger too, Nando. And how the fuck do you handle that? You know? Um, And it's interesting. I just thought about this is I saw an interview with Miley Cyrus or heard an interview with Miley Cyrus and she talks about it and she's like, she's like, yeah, I, I was thrown into a huge spotlight when I was really young. And I understand that. And of course I have to get therapy. <laughs> you know, she's like, of course I'm not like the average person. And I yeah. totally understand that. 
interesting thing about Miley Cyrus is, and I have, I do really like her more so in the last couple of years than I used to. Yeah. Um, but Mary's cover, by the way. What's that? The Cranberries cover that she did of Zombie. I haven't heard that yet. I haven't heard it either. I, I have it saved on my watch list. I haven't watched it yet. Okay. Um, non watch it too. Sorry, Matt. Please continue. Sorry. But she um, she lives on like a basically like a farm with her family, including her dad. Do they really? I didn't know that. Yes, they like live all together in like a basically I, I guess a compound is the best description of it. Well, so the um, no. Not like that, but like together, you know. <laughs> I put it in air quotes, damn it. <laughs> they can't see that. <laughs> but I'm going to be the dick who's going to say, right, like I'm not going to say that you're air quoting that shit anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so she lives with her family still. And like Billy Ray doesn't really do a whole lot anymore, so he's just there all the time. Um, and she, I mean, she has to travel, but since COVID, she's been staying pretty much there. But it was a really interesting interview. And I, uh, uh, if you haven't listened to Midnight Sky yet, fucking go listen to that song. I freaking love that song. Where did you hear the interview on, Matt? Um, it was either Marin or Rogan. I'm not sure which podcast it was. Okay. I don't remember right now. I'll have to check it out because honestly, like I've had a newfound respect for her for like a few years now. Kind of like yeah, ever since she kind of kind of got away from that like extra sexualized version of her. Yeah. Um, her last, I really liked her last album. Yeah. Um, and I really like this album. Um, yeah. And, and there is a version of Midnight Sky where they kind of uh, mix Stevie Nicks in with her. No shit. Yeah, because it's a sample of Edge of 17. Right, right. Yeah, and Stevie Nicks is like, I guess they're pretty good friends. And she's like, if you ever need to sample or borrow something, you don't even have to ask me. Like she has, she has respect for her. So. Yeah, I like Wrecking Ball. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yes, yeah. I I think like I I will admit for a very long time I've tried to buck against a lot of the new music out there because I'm kind of like stuck in like what I like and what I have Mm -hmm. liked for years. But over the last I don't know like year or so, I've really been trying to like broaden my horizon and listen to shit more and so um yeah like even even you know liking taylor swift i didn't care for her Mm. stuff for a long time but like once 1989 came out i was fucking sold ryan adams did a cover album of that entire album yeah fucking i would rather listen to that but i don't really like ryan adams that much either (laughs) see and i love ryan adams i like huge huge fan of ryan adams so when he did that I was like, and I already like shake it off at that point, right? So I was like, I guess I'll give this out. Yeah. This, it's fucking. It, it's a great music video too. Yeah. Like you can totally dance to it, Matt. <laughs> it is, and that's the thing. It was like catchy, and I'm like, get the fuck out of my brain. But then I was like, Ryan Adams thinks it's okay enough, and then oh, okay. oh, Ryan Adams thinks it's okay. Oh, so yeah, you're the drug addict on the bandwagon now. All right, right, <laughs> and I fully admit it. Well, that's I'm that's- gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. Ryan Adams is the Trump of music. <laughs> you're not wrong though. You're not fucking wrong about that. He is okay. He's not as elite as fucking Oasis. 
Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> not, he is very much a bitch, though, when it comes to, like, he was totally a bitch. Ryan Adams is totally a bitch. And, and Ryan, you'll never hear this podcast, so you can't, you know, it's all good. Um, yeah, John Popper, please don't tell Ryan Adams. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, John Popper, please don't say shit to Ryan Adams about this. You guys are going to get a very angry email tomorrow morning. <laughs> I'm friends with Ryan John. Adams at hotmail.com. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I totally have. We're friends on Facebook. Like he's Matt, are you friends with John Popper on Facebook too? No, I didn't I didn't do that. You didn't? Okay, because like know, he he knows our podcast, but he doesn't know me. He well, he because he's friends with another couple of friends of mine. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, let's see if he'll accept my friend. This was like years ago, and he did. And we've interacted on on the Facebooks before. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. like my claim to fame no, I'll be your friend it's cool man it's just, you know. Ugh, decline. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you guys so they've kind of started the restrictions again with like COVID shit going on and stuff too mm -hmm. and I feel like we've all been binging stuff is there anything new that either of you have binged or have started to like get into I'm very curious because we're like Mike and I are kind of like desperate and looking for suggestions too. <laughs> are you? Um, I got stuff on my list. Friends. We started watching Friends, which I love. Friends again. I yeah. saw someone actually, Kate, <laughs> Caitlin. So Caitlin, this past year, has gotten Facebook and Instagram, and okay. she her Instagram is just basically memes. I love and it. One of them was, I want to win the lottery so that I could. Go buy the rights to Friends, take out the laugh track, put that shit back up on TV so people can see how actually unfunny it is. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not the it's not the funniest shit in the world, and it's also dated at this point too, right yeah. there. Yes, it, it is kind of dated. However, yeah. there are some nuggets in there. Not every episode by any stretch of the imagination, though. That's no, I mean, I mean, you have, like, your stupid gay jokes and stuff like that that just don't play well anymore, but... Right. Yeah, they don't they didn't uh, age well. <laughs> right, right. I, I know um, on Netflix, I think The Office is over. Right. I, I think they, they pulled it November 1st or something, which, you know, broke my heart. But, but in replacement of it... Um, I know you mentioned Dave Chappelle a couple of times. Yeah. Dave Chappelle showed on there. So that's definitely on my list. Yeah. Um, I'm flipping, I'm flipping I'm my Netflix queue here. Um, my next guest with David Letterman is back with some new interviews. I've never seen it. What? Yeah, no, I've never seen it. So check out my next guest with David Letterman. He does interviews with um, Barack Obama, Robert Downey Jr., your boy, Nando. Um, he has one with Kanye. He does one with Kim Kardashian. And RDJ. Um, <laughs> we'll skip the Kardashian one. Look, actually, pretty good. <laughs> I, I would not. I would actually watch it. I would recommend to watch on that. I can't stand the Kardashians. I'm so yeah. sorry. I yeah, but it's not all about the Kardashians because he talks to he. So he does an interview with Kanye last season, um, which doesn't really make him look any better. Right. Uh, so I'm sure it doesn't do anything for him. But the one with Kim Kardashian is really interesting because she talks about um, she talks about Bruce, Caitlin. Oh, she talks sure. about that whole transition and very truthful too. 
um, and how, and how she basically was was able to build up her brand. It's it's interesting. I, w I wouldn't dismiss it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Same. Like I have that. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no. like I'll, I'll watch it for David Letterman. Like <laughs> there's there's some really good shit. There's a re some really good episodes on it. I, I it's on Netflix. You said it's on Netflix. Yeah. Is it like between two ferns with Zach Galifianakis? No, it's more. It's closer to like, um, what's that really like dry? <laughs> it's not dry. Um, it's like that film one. That, I don't remember the guy's name. He does like the real serious interviews with like major actors. Oh, uh, James Lipton. Yes. Okay. It's like that, but funnier. Okay. But it's not all funny. It's not all jokes. It's like really good, like interview. So he's actually trying to, he's not just trying to be a comedian, right? Like he's, he's really trying to. Right. He's asking like serious questions. Um, and they do, and there's a couple episodes where they go, they like go somewhere. Um, like to, I forget whose studio it was, but they go to someone's studio and they meet like a new artist and everything. And she gets a chance to talk a little bit, but hmm. it's good. It's really good. Do either of you, we're talking about Netflix. Do either of you watch the great, British, British baking championship. Mm -mm. No, no I haven't gotten it. I like a lot of those food shows though, but I'm, I'm kind of, yes. I, I only really watch like somebody feeds Phil right now. And there's yes. a one. Yes. I was going to mention that show too. It's so well, we've talked about, we've talked about that one before, but a new season came out. I haven't it's, started watching the new season yet. We watched that new season already. That's why I was so excited when that really? it it's done. I've seen it. It's here. It's really good though. <laughs> The chef show is really good. The one the chef show is awesome. The movie <laughs> is awesome. I love the movie. Like the yeah. movie. Have you watched it at all, Nando? The chef no, show. I haven't. It's what's the Asian chef's name? Who's on there with him? Uh, Roy. Roy something. He does a taco place. Yes, in L.A. Um, yeah. And it's John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. They did a another so one. Uh, yeah. Is it Roy Choi? Roy something. I don't remember. I feel like that's who it is. They did a movie together called The Chef, which is a great movie. And Roy was like, "That's." I think that's where they met, right? They met on The Chef? It it, yeah, it's Roy Choi. Sorry, I just looked it up okay. really quick. Um, yeah, it's the cooking. So they ended up doing the show. It's more of a cooking show. Um, you know what's great about the show? There's three episodes where they do the cafe beignet, yes. um, boxed beignets. Yes. And they fuck it up. Yes. So they do like a follow up later where they try to do it by the instructions. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Like to Matt's point, the movie was amazing. And it's a John Favreau movie also. Um, and I really Roy, like John Favreau. Oh, I love him. Love yeah. him. I would like heart him so much. Really, really good. Chef Show is really good. The mm -hmm. Great British Baking Championship is so good because it's all British people. And it's amazing. And, um, mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 Matt. What were you going to say? I just thought of a show that I'm watching right now. Um, oh. And I know you're going to like this show, and I know the audience is going to like this show. America's Top Dog. What? America's Top Dog. What is that? It's I've... a dog show. <laughs> no, I've never heard of it, though. No, no, no. Like, so, I figured it was a dog right, show. So it's it's like a competition show, kind of like a, an American Gladiators for Dogs. So these dogs are like <laughs> police dogs or FBI dogs or whatever. Um, they have like um, from the show Live PD. They have dogs from that show, 
and they compete in these challenges to like um and they're all like based upon like their job that they do you know like one of them's they got to sniff out like um drugs or whatever the scent is they got to find in like different rooms in this maze and it's like i think four dogs and one of them is an underdog so one of them is trained by just a person who trains dogs um for then uh, for the police and stuff like that right. sure um, but, but they all compete and there's an episode on the show that dana you're gonna flip over because of the one dog it's, it's is it a poor dog? Yes. It's got to be a poor dog. <laughs> um, and it's it's such a fun show to watch. Oh, um, my God. And to see these things these dogs do, you're like, holy crap, that's awesome. Now, this is streaming. Yeah, it's on um, It's on my Hulu list. I can, I can try to see okay. what network it is real quick. I love it. Yes, please. When you yes, because you know anything bulldog for me is like, duh. That's um, that's top tier for you. <laughs> oh, I have three bulldogs. Like they like they are my children. Yes, I have a Frenchie and an English and an old English. So yeah, the bulldogs are like, yeah, my little butthole laying right next to me now. <laughs> yeah, it's on the A and E network. It's on A and E, okay. Yeah. I'll but if you have Hulu, it. you could just get right off of there. Question for both of you: um, Have either of you watched? Fargo at all, the FX series? Not yet. It's still it's still on my list. I'm still getting through other shows. The only reason I ask is because so apparently I had it set up in my DVR to like start recording the new season, and the new season started like I'm guessing a month ago now. Mm -hmm. Jason Schwartzman and Chris Rock are in the new season. I saw I saw Chris Rock was in it, <laughs> and that's like I'm like all right, put it on my list. Yes. So I heard he's great in it too. That's what I keep hearing too. And because of that, Mike was like, I've always wanted to watch it. Like I've had it in, you know, in my back pocket to finish watching. And I'm like, mm -hmm. let's start from season one. Cause I only ever watched season one and season two. And this is now season four that they're in. So I was like, let's start watching it. So now we're already done with seasons one and two. <laughs> so we're going into season three so that we can start watching season four. And I've heard Chris Rock is brilliant in this show. So I'm incredibly excited to start like watching and to see him in this, in like the current season. Yeah. I'm gonna have to start uh, watching that. Yeah. There's it's so much you need to start watching now. I know, but <laughs> to be fair though, like, Jacqueline and I kind of had like a little compromise because she loves forensic files and like I don't. Yes, I love her. Yes, I'm totally down with that. So it, and I'll tell you why I don't like the like it freaks me out because she tell you know she tells me she's like oh you know like I don't know why it scares you they catch the person that did the murder in the end. Sure. But I'm like yeah, but the dude or whoever is already murdered. You know what I mean? So I'm like, that freaks me out. Like the dude's dead or the chick's dead or whoever. And I'm like, it just yeah. freaks me out, you know? Aww. So our compromise was we're like, all right, fine. We'll watch documentaries. Oh, okay. You know, so like, you know, because yeah. I'm, like, I'm more of like a comedy guy or, you know, whatever. So we, we watched the, the OJ one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. What did you think about that? Oh man. I thought it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And like, whew. Uh, was, that, was that the OJ like movie one with uh, Ross? Yeah, yeah. Or and with that my one? from the Mickey Mouse Club, he yeah. was on there too. Dale Godboldo was like mm -hmm. one of the actors on there. You you did watch that, okay? 
it was i thought it was i thought it was really good and i know it's they you know they, they were advertising it probably like last year or whatever yeah. you know but you know it popped up and i'm like you know what we should probably check it out and like jacqueline's like oh yeah we got to see this you know because this we were i don't think she was alive for it you know i, I was like a kid what the fuck what <laughs> That she wasn't alive for that yet. She was like one or something. Like that. what the fuck? I was that young. Calm down. I don't. <laughs> oh, my blood pressure. I was like, what? Oh my god, I'm not old. You're oh, not old. Nineteen. Old. She was thirteen. I was fifteen when it happened. I remember watching that shit live on. And I'm totally giving you shit, Nando, for that. <laughs> Way. But uh, yeah, I remember I was 15 because we watched that shit live from my dad's friend's house. Like we heard about it on the way there, and then we watched the slowest fucking car chase in the in the history of car chases. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was so stupid, but yeah. Like just watching that whole thing, and I'm like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> like you have uh, so many people that like believe that he did it and got away with it, and so many people that are like, no, like he's innocent, and I'm like. Man, I'm really glad I didn't have to live through that. <laughs> you know? like, totally. Thank God. <laughs> so, so, Nando, so you don't listen to hey, any of hey, OJ, just tell him you were on a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nando, you don't like listen to any true crime podcasts or anything like that, do you? Oh, God, no. Mm -mm. No. no. So, like, no, my favorite murder? Mm -mm. No. Uh -uh. Does Jacqueline like that podcast, though? I'm, I'm sure she does. Like, Jacqueline and I will get along famously. Then. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, if, you know, like she she likes to do crafting stuff. So, like, you know, she's, we oh, go to conventions, yeah. so she makes her own, like, costumes and fun stuff like that. So she'll have all that stuff in the background. Yeah. And I'll come home from work, and I'm like, who just got murdered in the You know what I mean? Because you just hear that music, and I'm like, oh, God. Like, I need to leave. You're, like, traumatized every kind of time. Yeah, like, every time. <laughs> Watching Snapped again. Shit, shit. Uh -huh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like one day like she's gonna get like all these ideas and I'll be I'll be killed. I was I mean, waiting. No gonna know. Ways. I was waiting for you to say that because Mike oh. said something similar to me. You up in bags and drop you in the ocean. Yeah. Mike. Well, she tells me too. She's like, you know, if if you want to like burn someone, it leaves more evidence. So you should drop someone in the water. And I'm like. Why would I want to kill someone? Not wrong though. So. <laughs> like, oh my god, no, no. Oh, oh god. Mike questioned me about that too. He was like, "Do you watch that shit to get ideas?" And I'm like, "No, I've just always been fascinated with that shit because my uncle used to work for John fucking Wayne Gacy back in the day." Wow. Yeah, man. So like that. That's a little too close to home, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Nando is gonna need like a warm glass of milk and a story tonight. Now, <laughs> yeah, I want to get tucked in. Nando, Nando it's okay. Okay, little guy. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure, like, I install like little locks on like uh, like the knife drawer. <laughs> Next time, like that shit with the combination. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna stop. A, a lock is gonna stop her. Yeah, right. right? No, okay. So I'm guessing if she's a fan of that stuff, did she watch the Michelle McNamara, um, like doc that they did about her on? I think it was HBO. She probably did. I, now, if neither of one of you have seen that, 
It is incredible. That was Patton Oswalt's wife, the one who oh, yeah. she watched it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it is incredible. It is so well done. And it's about the Golden State Killer. And it mm -hmm. talks about like that is it, it, please watch that. It was so well, it was so fucking well done. It was so, 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 so good. And it didn't give anybody, at least it didn't give me any new ideas about murder. Did it give you the um, heebie jeebies though? Like Oh, it's, yeah, I get I get scared shitless, but like I still watch the shit or like listen to it. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I can't help it though. I'm gonna go to work tomorrow, and everyone's gonna be like, "Why are your eyes bloodshot?" Like I had night terrors. Like <laughs> it's mandated. Well, I'm gonna have to murder on, on our podcast, and I had night terrors all night from it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check in the morning and see if you call in. Yeah, just. <laughs> Like, did Nando come to work today, guys? I'm gonna have to look on him. Sitting at home with the cat, like, oh, he's no, okay. he's the fucking, yeah, totally. He's rocking the fucking yeah. corner. Like oh man! Oh god! Ah, oh, need to stop laughing so hard. My face muscles hurt. <laughs> oh, this hurts. Totally, like right here, and I'm like, go on, go on, go on. Oh, good times. So, hey, uh, Dana, I wanted to ask you. So, Nando and I did a punk music episode last week. I didn't get to listen to it yet. Yeah. So, I wanted to ask you, because we did some, like, pop culture type, or, like, pop punk, basically. Okay. Right? So, we talked about, like, Good Charlotte, yeah. uh, The Offspring, Nando's picks didn't matter. And yes. So. Next. <laughs> Other than The Cure, what would be your favorite uh, punk bands? Oh. I would have to say The Misfits for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, to me, that's more like, what What do they call it? Like, uh, dark punk, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. dark punk music. I, ca I call them dry. I love the misfits though. Like, like listening to someone speak who's really dry. <laughs> I love their music though. Like, especially like the old shit. Like it's just to me, it's like classic stuff. And I love that. I love it. Um, oh, what are some of my other if we're talking pop punk, um That's a tough question. I didn't. I didn't expect yeah. you to have to think so much. It is a tough question because I like so many of those bands. Yeah. I stopped liking Blink One Eighty Two after a while. Yeah, um, I mean, after what two albums? Yeah, I mean, like I saw them on tour in two thousand. They were really good. Phoenix TX opened up for them, but they they were really really good. It was Phoenix TX and Bad Religion. Um, if I'm talking like straight edge punk music i really liked mxpx a lot i don't know if you okay. guys remember them they yeah. were like total straight edge like and they were fucking great i saw them for free at the metro in like 1998 which was awesome um i mean the ramones is like an obvious answer but i, I yeah. still love the ramones like i will never not like the ramones but a, a favorite that's really hard for me, anyway, to like pin down a favorite, I would have if I had to pick, I would say early Green Day. Okay. 
like early well, green up through early green day. that's a good choice <laughs> yeah like i think early green day up through um like dookie because that was my very first concert ever was that tour and i saw them i was like 15 i saw them at the aragon ballroom and the and pansy division was the opener so mm. yeah sorry so yeah so that's <laughs> My final answer, Alex. <laughs> he didn't do that. Come on. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of who wants to be a millionaire. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, though, since I haven't listened to the episode yet, like, I'm curious what I want to hear, like, from you guys. I don't want to rehash the whole episode, obviously. Right. So we talked about um, The Offspring, Good Charlotte, okay, and Linkin Park. I guess they're kind of like, I think they, they might be a little bit in between. I was going to um, say, like, hard rock and. I punk. felt like they were more like new metal Lincoln Park, no? Yeah, they, they might be. Yeah. That, that was a question I kind of wanted to ask in the episode last week, and I didn't think to do it. But, um, Rondo, I don't remember what your bands were. What do you have? Well, I know um, I know one of them was Blink 182. Nice. And, right. Uh, I was just looking for it in my notes, but I couldn't find it. Oh, it, yeah, I, wrote it on it I think one of us had Green Day. Remember, we agreed on one of them. Over here. Um, yeah, Newfound Glory. Yeah. And I think, it, you know what really surprised me was the fact that I actually forgot about Linkin Park. Oh, I wanted to bring up, um, and you probably already know this, but I was flipping through a playlist, and the song called came up called Let It Go. By Newfound Glory, which was a cover of Frozen. Really? Yes. <laughs> I figured so. Newfound Glory has like four cover albums of like movies, and Frozen was one of them. We we'll have to check that out. <laughs> yeah, I thought you would have known. No. Oh, you piece of shit. Are you <laughs> Actually, I have to revise my answer a little bit because I feel like it's a tie. Are you guys fans of Less Than Jake? I've never heard of Less Than Jake. Fucking love them. Love, 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 love them. So I feel like it would be, they're a little bit Scottish, but they're punk-ish too. So I feel like it would be a tie between Green Day and Less Than Jake. They did a fucking cover of the Grease album. It's called Greased. And this guy who I was dating in high school bought me the CD. And it's fucking great. And it's all punk rock versions of the soundtrack of Greece. Nice. So, yeah. So, sorry. I, I, I just thought about that now as you guys are talking about the other bands. Please continue, though. I'm yeah, sorry. I found a playlist that was, like, all just punk covers of other things. And that's where <laughs> the song came up. I was like, what? So have you heard of the album, I Own It, and it's an old-ass CD. It's called Before You Were Punk. And on the on the cover of the CD, it looks like a Robert Smith on there, but it's all these bands covering '80s fucking songs. But it's all punk bands. Yeah, that's probably where this, a lot of this playlist came from. I bet you. Yeah, it's called "Before You Were Punk." Let me look it up real quick. Um, I think it came out in like the late '90s. Yeah, "Before You Were Punk," a tribute to '80s new wave. I guess they have two versions of this. Get the fuck out. Yeah, they've got, oh my God, face to face. That's right. They did face to face covered in between days by The Cure. It's a great fucking album. Like, I still listen to it. And it's a bunch cool. of different bands. Yeah, it's it's all different bands on this on this album. It's, um, 
no use for a name did turning Japanese. Oh my God. They really did have a second version of this before you were punk too. I had no idea. Oh, well, Dana, we know what Dana's doing tomorrow. Yeah. Um, we know what Dana's going to do right now as we're talking about this. Let's look at the fucking song selection on this second one. Okay. So it, the first one came out in 97. So it was, it was late nineties. The second one came out in 98 or I'm sorry, 99. Where's the track listing though? It doesn't have it on there. That's a bum ski. Mm -hmm. We'll have to look it up or I'll have to like find it to look it up. Cause it is so goddamn good. The first one is so, so good before you were punk. I, I need to get this track listing for you guys. Cause I don't even remember where I bought it. Cause I did buy it like right when it came out. Um, here we go. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, but it doesn't. It only gives you the names of the songs. Pretty in Pink, I think it was, uh, you know, I don't remember who the band was that covered it. But here's a track listing that they have on there. Turning Japanese, In Between Days, Love You Robert Smith, Goody Two Shoes, <laughs> With Myself, uh, Peace, Love, and Understanding, Electricity, um, Don't You Forget About Me, Close to Me, This Way Out, Rebel Yell, Overkill, and Bad Reputation. I don't feel like I remember all of the rest of those songs on there, but I just know it's a great fucking album. So look it up. It's right. <laughs> really, really good. So the, the playlist I was telling you about, it's called Covered in Punk. Covered in Punk. Where did Covered you? Covered in Punk. It's on Spotify. Spotify. Okay. Um, yeah. So they have, there's a bunch on here that's, oh, like Just What I Needed. Oh, get the fuck out, really? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, soak, soak up the sun. Okay. Losing, losing my religion. Really? Morning glory. Oh, here it is. Let it go from newfound glory. I'm hoping I'm looking at the same list as you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am. Because it even has. <laughs> they did oh, yeah. So here's here's the newfound glory one. So it's. Um, they do cups. This is me. The power of love. Let it go. Accidentally in love. A thousand years and eye of the tiger. And that's just one of the cover albums. Gosh. Wow. Somebody on this list covered sweet transvestite from Rocky horror picture show. I'm already liking this list. Matt. Oh this yeah. That's, good. that's done. It's on her list. <laughs> <laughs> well, they also have MXPX on here and bowling for soup. Dude, bowling for soup is. Oh, boring. I forgot about bowling for soup. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I saw them like 10 or 11 years ago, I think. I don't remember where it was at in the city. 1984. Oh, I'm sorry. 85. <laughs> yeah, that one, or 85. Yeah, 1985. I saw them. I, like a New <laughs> Year's. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. This is a good, this is a really good playlist, Matt. The kids aren't all right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of Billy Joe Armstrong on there because he, I was telling Nando, He's been releasing cover songs with his um, kids that he's doing like every Monday, every Monday or every couple of Mondays. Really? Yeah, and they're they're like perfect for him. Like they do Kids in America. Oh. Um, Billy Joe Armstrong. I mean, that's a perfect song for his voice. Oh my yes. Yeah. yeah there's, there's a bunch of his uh, covers. Kids in America was who wasn't it? Kim Wilde. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up, but I think it was Kim Wilde. Um. Who can fight it faster? <laughs> yeah, no, it was. It was I'll, it was. I'll let her do it. I don't feel like it. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 it's fine. It was 81 when that song came out. God damn, she was so little back then. 
Yeah. Um, that's a great song to cover, though, honestly, because it's one of my favorite 80s songs. Um, that Thing You Do, you know that one? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah they're, all the songs are, like, right up. They're perfect for his vocal range. Okay. And tone, really. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna have to check that out some more though too. That's. I'm. I think that that's so cool that you guys talked about punk bands though. I know you had mentioned that you were gonna do that, but I'm, I'm glad. That well, that's why I wanted to ask you about it too because I'm like, this is up Dana's alley too, so we gotta at least mention it. No, I'm glad that you did. I mean, like, I just my music tastes are extremely eclectic, right? So, mm. I mean, The Cure, you know, early early Cure for sure would be considered like punk. And then, uh, well, punk-ish, I think, like, before they, like, really started getting a name. Mm -hmm. they, were, they were actually called Easy Cure at first. So, like, when they first came out, they were called Easy Cure. <laughs> little tidbit for you. So, yeah. Yeah. I like our little tidbits that we have. I love that stuff, too. <laughs> oh, my God. So, when we record in person next week... We should also hang out and play this Trivial Pursuit game. I sh I'm going to ask Mike if I can bring it with. We should play a few rounds of that because it's really fun. It's not just like the old like Trivial Pursuit. It's like a new version, and it's a more like it would be up our all of our alleys, I think. Is it like a pop culture Trivial Pursuit? I mean, not really. I have the pop culture version. Of I have it. one from like nine, the 90s. Me too. That's exactly yeah. the one that I have too. Yeah, this is this is a little bit different. It's it's more modern. I, I don't know how to describe it better than that, but it, this would definitely be fun to play because we have. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, because they give you choices. Like you can, they you get the choice. Oh, multiple choice. Don't worry. Yes. So. <laughs> yes. You have a, you have a snowball's chance in hell, Nando. <laughs> that's that's all right. Then I'm in. Let see. Still a chance. It's still a chance. <laughs> <laughs> Same uh, chance as winning Georgia. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, it'll be good to record in person. I need this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Then I can show you my new tattoo, also the one that I got. Oh, yeah, do you have an? Is the one on the inside of the arm new? Which one? This one. That one. Yes. This one. No, no I've had seen that one. The other one, the forearm. This one? On the other arm. Which which fucking one? This like, go like this. That on on the other arm. This arm. The writing. Yes. This? No, I've had this one. Okay. Here. All right, cool. All right. I don't yeah. I didn't remember that one. No, it's all good. I uh yeah, when did I get this one? Twenty 2012, I think my buddy, um, my buddy Tristan found the quote, but kind of tweaked it a little bit for me. And then uh, we found like cat paws and dog paws to put on there. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. Thank you. I am a clean canvas. <laughs> for now. No. <laughs> no I, I don't think I'll ever get Ooh, it. Wait. Mm, next no. Sunday? Next Sunday? No, no, no. <laughs> no. I know a good artist. I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> He's, he'll get like one of the the was it Phoebe or Rachel who got like the little dot tattoo. He'll be like, yeah, dude, I'll totally go. I'll get one. I'll get one. And then he barely <laughs> gets touched. And he's like, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, I do the little guy where you have like the fake mustache. Yeah. That's fucking cool. You should totally do that. <laughs> like a little challenging area. Like, he's swift, right on, right above the butt. 
Swifty. Swifty right above his butt. She would be right at my heart. What are you talking about, man? Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the only appropriate spot to put That's her. That's right, right here. T Swift. <laughs> my sisters have tried to talk me into getting tattoos for years. Are your your sisters have tattoos then too? Uh, two of my three sisters and my brother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. For years, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Like, my uh, my older sister and I were kind of like, we're not gonna do that. You know, like. <laughs> And they're like, come on, you're like, stop being like, you know, such a, you know, a little kid about it. Like, just, just go and do it. You know, oh, I'm like, no. If, I mean, you know what? I didn't get my first tattoo. So I'm 41 now. I didn't get my first tattoo. This is my first one. And I got that when I was 28. Like I had piercings for years, you know, but tattoos are not everybody's thing. No, I think I got my first one. Like, what's my first one? So Caitlin's initials. So after she was six months after she was born. So she's 14 now. So like 13 years ago, I got my first one. So I was in my, I guess, late 20s. Well, yeah. Age. You yeah. were the same age then. Because if it was yeah. 13 years ago, we were 28. But I also, I didn't get like anything big until much later. So. Yeah. My first big piece. Yeah. Because I got like, I mean, like you see, like I have like little pieces and I still have a lot of space on my arms and shit. But I think my I first. On this one. I'm sorry. I got not much left on this one. Just this space right here. I have tons of space still. Like John and I talk about like what we're going to fill it in with and stuff. But I think like my first bigger piece was probably this one like here. Yeah. And then, then my jukebox. I like, like I like that one. That's yeah. <laughs> John did this one for me at the tattoo convention. Like, I mean, I know people can't fucking see it on, you know, on the on the podcast but i already had the treble clef mm. so i want i knew i wanted it on this arm and so we were talking about just like covering up the jukebox or i'm sorry the treble clef completely and instead he fixed it for me so that it kind of went and blended in with the jukebox yeah. like yeah. hit up colors and he did he did a really nice job i think he spent six or seven hours on it at the tattoo convention when I did that one. And then like, you know, and then I've got like these bigger pieces that I've got here, you know, and then I've got actually take that back. I got my Rocky lips, of course. Um, I take that back. My very first big piece. I'm not going to fucking show you guys. I'm not going to contort to do it, but it's my, I've got a tattoo of Lola on my back. Like, like in between yeah. If you keep doing it, you're going to have to talk to Jacqueline before you keep uh, showing tattoos. I know, right? I was going to say, like, I'm going to get my ass beat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, like, that that actually was my very first, first big piece. And then, like, my Robert Smith tattoo on my back and shit. I guess I do have a lot of bigger pieces than I thought. Yeah. Oh, well. It hasn't happened yet. Probably not going <laughs> to. No, it's all good, man. I get it. Just get piercings instead. Well, I would do a piercing. I would I would be less afraid to get a piercing. Piercing <laughs> or nothing. <laughs> I don't have any anymore, but I had so in high school, like I mean I don't have anything in now, but like I did um I did safety pins like all up and down my ears. Um and then I got like a really awesome infection from like my nickel allergy that I had. So that was fun. Um but I did like I did that shit, and then I think like my first piercing after I was fifteen and did it with a safety pin. My first official piercing was my belly button. 
and then I got my tongue done, and then I got my nose done, and then my eyebrow. No, eyebrow and then nose. Yeah, eyebrow and then nose. And clearly, I do not have the eyebrow anymore, but I do have the nose still. I've had that for almost 20 years. I think Matt and I should go get a nose one. I think you guys should get matching nose piercings. Yes. <laughs> I had I had this I had two in this year for a couple of years. Why'd you take them out? I, I took them out when I was like after I graduated college. Okay. Okay. I'm like, all right, well, go get go get a real job now. Take them out. <laughs> well, because that was the thing though. Like for a long time I always heard the shit. Well, if you have a lot of piercings or if you have tattoos, people yeah. judge you. And then when I started getting more tattoos on my arms, I was just like, fuck this. Then I don't care if they judge me. And if they're not going to hire me because I have tattoos, then so be it. And it net like my first tattoo. So what I was 28, it, I got it in 2007. So I'd say like when I started getting more tattoos on my arms, you know, over the next few years, then when I had a, like a few on my arms, it was in like 20. 11 when I interviewed for a job and they could see like I tried to cover them up but like shit would peek out and then I was like well, fuck this first day of work I'm gonna wear if I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt you're gonna see my couple of tattoos that I had at the time and then I've been working for other just places that they just they don't care anymore it's not a thing no they don't yeah, yeah. it's like everybody, work. everybody looks like this exactly that's right like yeah. like a lot of people who I work <laughs> with look like me like you know all and, of mine, I got all of mine after I started where we're, where we're working now. Which oh, makes seven, it's been seven years as of like Thursday. No shit. So all these, with the exception of my daughter's initials, are all less than seven years old. Oh my God. Yeah. Ah, oh, see, I've been, yeah, that's interesting because I've been working on mine, yeah, since 2007. I mean, like some years I've gotten more, like, you know, I've gotten like three or four tattoos, and then other years I've gotten one. But I think I have, I'm like 30 or 31 now, I think. Yeah, that's, that's yawning. I know it's boring. <laughs> now. It's totally boring as shit. No, but we probably should wrap up soon anyway, though, because it is getting late. It is. I just saw the time. I'm like, oh, wow. I just looked at the time, too, and I was like. It's Nando's bedtime. I know. Well, you should so be happy. I made my bed. Look. Oh, congratulations. Oh, I didn't make mine. I'm well, not like guys the last couple times that we've talked matt's like why don't you ever make your bed and i'm like i don't, I don't know because nobody else can see it <laughs> is, that, is that music is that a music stand behind you nando yeah he plays the violin mm -hmm. do you really yeah oh, Not well, but i do play <laughs> i yeah, i couldn't i guess i kind of kind of didn't pay like close attention when you said that you had your lessons mm -hmm. i didn't realize that that's awesome how long have you been playing for uh, I, I want to say that I, I played a little bit before, like, I want to say three years ago, I played for six or seven months. Oh my God. And then, and then I restarted taking it last year. So oh. probably like a year, year and a half now. I love that. My mom used to play the violin. We found her violin from when she was a teenager, when we were going through her stuff after she passed away. I think that's really cool. Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful instrument. Oh yeah, he brought it to work one time, <laughs> and some, I don't know who who somebody made him play it, and I was like out in my department. All of a sudden, I hear him playing. Yeah, what's this guy doing? <laughs> can you bring it with next Sunday? Oh, uh, I I can bring it. I don't know if I'll play anything. That's it's gonna probably sound bad, but I, I I'll sure. bring it. <laughs> I'm sure it won't sound bad. 
I'm sure it won't. Get that um, whole face fright going. <laughs> I'm sure I can guarantee I will have a sarcastic comment about it. Yeah. I'm so shocked. Matt <laughs> with a sarcastic comment. <laughs> 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 that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> well, all right, guys. So closing remarks. Check out the Before You Were Punk volumes one and two, please. Mm -hmm. You can find them streaming anywhere. Check them out because they're really good. And I'm going to check out that playlist that you shared. Well, the name that you gave me, Matt. I've got it saved on my computer now so I can look at it. Covered in Punk. Check it out. Yeah. Um, what else? If you have any tattoo suggestions for me not to get. <laughs> we will take tattoo suggestions. Oh, yeah. I, that's what I want. I want some tattoo suggestions for Nando. Yeah. <laughs> We will uh, get him super drunk next week and take him to a tattoo artist. Right, we'll vote on him and then First we'll get one we find. First tattoo artist we find. If, if you guys can get someone to, to vote on it and be like, oh my God, he should totally get this. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not doing it. No, yeah. not. He fucking said it. No, he committed to that shit and this is recorded. Like, it's already done. I've already called my P. tattoo David, artist. Pete Davidson at it. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I, I will teach myself over the next week how to do shit with Indian ink <laughs> and, and like a needle. Little... I'll mark your ass next weekend when we see you. I'm just going to get a sew, sewing needle, put some ink from a pen in it, and just like stab it. Oh, cool. That's what all those stupid ass kids we went to high school with did was a big pen with the ink and a fucking needle, and they would do that stupid shit. So, Nando. You will get introduced to the world of big pen ink and a fucking sewing needle next week. Done. I'm assuming the ER thereafter. Yeah. yeah right. But I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's all for the name of the podcast. That's it's no big deal. Blood poisoning once in your life. It's fine. yeah. We all got to do it once. <laughs> Why not? Take one for the team. <laughs> Drink some Clorox and you'll be fine. Yeah, there we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I needed this tonight. This is good. <laughs> All right. So everybody, thanks for listening. Yes. I'm gonna wrap up before Dana laughs herself into uh. Until I have to pee myself, which I gotta pee anyway. So yeah, I, I was thinking more of like the uh, Willy Wonka thing. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> All right, so e email us all, all your tattoo ideas for Nando at journeytothemiddle at gmail.com. We'll put a poll on the Facebook page. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it looks like I got a flat tire. I can't make it next week. <laughs> yeah. uh, what else? Check out our Facebook page. Like, review, subscribe, sh share us with everybody that you know. Mm -hmm. Mic drop. Right. Mic drop. Are we just mic dropping it? I got a pen. There you go. Done. Out. Bye, everybody. Peace. Bye. <laughs>